Much better. Was that better? Much better. Oh, that was better. No, the line is much better. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Review for Your Life. And in this episode, Shock Horror, we're going to be discussing episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Okay, let's get into it. So, what did we think of the second episode? You know, I really don't feel like getting into it. Oh, okay. Let's just stop this podcast right now. Or I can just do a solo. No, not because of like, I don't want to review it. Because just overall, it's uh, it's been a bit disappointing. Oh, really? Yeah. How come? Um, well, I don't know. Is it the excitement and the rush of the first episode is all gone? And mm. now... I should, maybe I shouldn't say a disappointment, but rather, let's say it won't be one of my favorite episodes or an episode I wouldn't want to watch again. Yeah, it's not going down into the in the history books. Yeah, maybe it's the come down from the first episode. It's nice and shiny and new, and I'm too excited. And this one is maybe just a bit mediocre. I think I would agree with that. I think the episode was, yeah, pretty average. There was nothing that really made me laugh. Nothing that really stood out. So, yeah, sorry guys, this is going to be quite a down. So that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Remember to review. join us next week. Where we shit on the third episode. Exactly. Yeah. No, okay, look. Let's um, let's just go from the top. So. So, we started... I mean, I realized last time... Yeah. Um, that we did, we did our tops, our bottoms, but we forgot the verse. I know, those poor verse guys. So sorry if you're verse out there. We didn't mean to leave you out. We still love you just as much as the tops and bottoms, even though we don't show it. So, if this is your first time listening to us, what we do is we go through every episode of uh, Drag Race. Uh, every episode? Every oh, episode God, ever. no. No, I mean, what we do is we go through um, the new Drag Race UK mm-hmm. and try to review it in our own way. Yeah, we try. And uh, what we've done is, like, we've created a tops list, a bottoms list, and then... Uh, a verse list or someone you're keeping your eye on for the future maybe they haven't shown their full potential in this episode but they've showed something that won't that uh that's made you interested in mm. you know like uh, it's a future potential hookup so did you did you have a list did you prepare your tops bottoms and verse for this week i didn't i'm just gonna spitball it yeah yeah okay I so, so i guess we shouldn't be going through the whole thing and um like by order no let's just just like review the episode as a whole because I mean I think it would bore me to tears to go through it the whole episode and I think it would bore all you lovely listeners so yeah but what I am excited about is I I still have some words and references and Britishisms that I need your help in okay yeah Uh, so I have that we'll keep that until uh, maybe if they come up Okay, perfect. Uh, but I do have that list for you. Okay. I'd like to start in the bottoms list. Okay. Yeah? Bottoms? So, since forward. we were shitting on this episode. Okay. I mean, even in my, in my voice, I'm not, not excited to talk much about it. I know. I'm remembering this, like, video of Rihanna at a press conference answering, how disappointing was that question? <laughs> That's uh, my general mood for this episode. That's the vibe, guys. We're painting you a visual <laughs> picture here. Okay, then let's start with the bottoms. Do you want to... I'm going to give you only three. Okay. I'm going to keep the short and sweet. Okay. So, give me your first bottom. I have here Cheryl Hall. 
Just in general? In general. Okay. Um, Tell me. I mean, her acting was not great. In the challenge? In the challenge. Yeah. Was not great, but... I don't. I, I don't want to blame any of the drag queens for doing anything bad in this challenge. It's just a very bad challenge. Yeah. Um, and that's so that so acting challenges and all is a bottom for me. We'll get yeah. into that later. But Cheryl Hall, uh, started showing us a bit more about who she is and just not interesting. And I think the Vivian did break it down in a very good way, especially that she said she doesn't know her. And, I don't uh, know her. Yeah, um, there's just something about her trying too hard. Yeah, I can agree with that. Right? Bef- before, before the before the season started, you had one point, and I think you mentioned it in the trailer about how interesting it would be to uh, see how the British queens would try to bring in some of the American yep. drag. Uh, what is it? Slang or uh, yes, the American lingo. dragisms. Right. Yeah, and Vivian like. Uh, Clock that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's interesting. And she's, she started from the first episode giving us, giving us the tongue pop. And mm-hmm. something about that does not feel right. It just doesn't feel authentic. Mm. It just feels like, oh, she's seen how successful Alyssa Edwards was. And she's trying to emulate it and effectively become that for the British season. And I think when you... In, in any situation when people do stuff like that, it just doesn't no matter how true or how close it is to your natural character, it's always going to feel forced because it's been done before. And especially if it was done successfully before, it just seems like you're just trying to leech off it and it never comes across well. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Essentially, they were telling her, correct me if I'm wrong, that some people like know who she is and she's not bringing that. Yeah, I think right? some of the like Vinegar Strokes knows her. That's interesting, huh? Because reminiscent of, obviously, Laganja Estranja. Do you remember that? Of course I don't. I don't, don't? have the drag race knowledge that uh, you do. So that happened in uh, one of the famous Untucked, uh, <laughs> uh, where we hear the line of, I feel very attacked right now. Oh, and they were okay. actually attacking her for that. Because ah. uh, is all for like is all for the, let's get sickening, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. And then she switches to another voice. Mm. I love Laganja, by the way. Mm. Very, very interesting uh, drag queen. Uh, and so talented as well, but they're like dancing. And, and sickening death drops. Wow. Okay, so they, they, they brought that up to Laganja. Mm. That's when the fight broke. But it's mm. also interesting when we compare this Untucked to Laganja's Untucked. Again, going back to what we talked about in the first episode, generally they are nice queens. Yes. Uh, so... It's it's not because of the like the issue at hand. It's just that they didn't want to attack Cheryl Hole uh, the way Lagandra was uh, attacked because essentially it's about the same thing. Yes, we yeah. know who you are. I mean, Adore was actually bringing that up because Adore was, I think, uh, Lagandra's friend. Okay, and she's like that voice that you make. I don't know who that is. Like, yeah, you don't. You're talk putting on a show. You're putting on an act. It's not the real you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Michelle's clip of? No, this is how you talk. No. <laughs> I'll show you that later. Like that, that, that's all. The whole episode was around that almost. Ah, or the, okay. or the, the drama, non-challenge part of that. Okay. So Sharon Hall, it's just like, girl, I'm not. You're not feeling it. You're not featuring it. Just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody else is taken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a bottom that you have. Uh, my bottom is well. One of my three bottoms would probably be... 
I mean, I'm going to just say the challenge straight off because it was just... Actually, no, I'm specifically going to say the writing of the challenge because the dialogue was just awful. The queens didn't exactly deliver it in the best way, but, I mean, it was shit. Yeah. You can't shine a shit. I mean, so. can we break it down? I have some notes on this. Maybe we just get into that. Yeah, now, sure, let's right do now, it. Right now, right? I mean, okay, go, go on first and then I'll, I'll tell you what I'm what I, I mean... Say. Okay, maybe uh, if I was actually a fan of Downton Abbey, I would maybe have connected with them more. I'm sure there's probably lots of references and in-jokes in the dialogue, but I just found it to just be... I just Well, first of all, I found it really fucking confusing what the hell was happening, like, the storyline of it. And I know it's not supposed to be, like, sensical or anything like that, but I was just confused as to what the hell was going on. And then the actual just dialogue of it is just... It just wasn't What's funny. Happening? Yeah. So... I don't know, all round I was just, I was bored actually. I wasn't like entertained, I wasn't kind of like cringing, I was just apathetic. And that's the yeah. worst way to feel when you're watching Drag Race. I mean, the first time we watched it, it was uh, with a friend who's not a fan of the show. And I rave about the show to her all the time. <laughs> and poor girl sits with us to watch this show. And that's the first taste. Right, I just felt, have. it was like cringy and I tried I wanted to explain that this is not this is not what the show really is. Yeah. It got me really thinking about acting challenges in general. Like when was an iconic one? Like you can name very few. Mm. Uh, but this reminded me of the Sex in the City one. Oh god, that was terrible, wasn't it? For all stars. What a disappointment. <laughs> well, well, well. But I like that Rue did comment on that, saying that it is the gold age of television, isn't it? So they see that, they know that it shouldn't be, like you said, sensical. But still. It should be funny. Exactly. That's the thing that's missing. You can do something stupid. Why was there Mariah Carey in the cast? And why why did Mariah Carey die? As I mean, enough. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. It's just that, it's just that uh, I wouldn't blame the drag queens on this. It's really just the acting challenge itself. Uh, I also have a note on Michelle directing. It was also very, very... I mean, just this bit, we could have just removed the whole thing and um, replaced it probably with them getting ready or something else. It's just not entertaining to watch something that you think it'll make sense when it plays later on, but in the rehearsals, it just didn't as well. So my note here for Michelle is that Maybe obviously she did direct and we didn't see that, but she wasn't given any directions. Yeah. Uh, she was just, I think there's a name for the, that person that helps you with the lines, mm. right? She was just like, that's yeah. like you fuck up with your lines and I'm going to tell you yeah, exactly. that's actually what your line is. Exactly. What else did she do? Like, so I have here like something that really bothered me that she kept saying to Scaredy Cat, oh, it's one note, oh, it's one whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope she did give her a direction on how to not make it like that. Yeah, she just seemed like she was just criticizing. There right. Was no, like, helpful. Uh, or... But I'd like, because I love Michelle, I'd like to think that she did that. But they just didn't show it. Yeah, or show more of her directing and less of them not knowing their lines. Yeah. Or, or. It was just not fun to watch. I mean, maybe it was just a shit show all around and that's all the only thing they could salvage in the edit. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just take one little break? Yes. Anything else you want to add about the challenge? No, I just want to not even talk about Any it. Any standouts? Uh, Crystal. I thought that she was really funny. Mm-hmm. And Davina was really good as well. I mean, Bag of Chips won. She was funny, but I mean, it's just for that one one thing. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's just move on. Another bottom is actually something also linked to that is something about RuPaul as well in this episode, which, and I'll tell you why in a bit, but got me thinking that is RuPaul the right host for the UK version of Drag Race UK? Well, maybe not. You know, I think I feel like the UK queens hold themselves to different standards than the US ones. So, yeah, maybe not. Not only the, the the way they're being they're being judged. I mean, it's still the second episode. Let's wait for more to see. But um, and this is coming from the from Rue's walkthrough, and this time I did. F- I mean, you did feel you do feel it a bit in the first episode. He is there. Mm. He's trying. You feel like he's uh, he's present. I should say. Uh, but then, I feel that he's probably. He's standing in the way of probably someone else from the UK that would be there as a host, similar to Drag Race Thailand, yeah. where the interaction with the queens is not like, what does this mean? Or, yes. oh, 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 that, and la You know, he, there's something about, like, is maybe in, in season two, should we look for someone else mm. to, to host it? Only because the walkthroughs would be so much better if... <laughs> if much better. If someone that... I mean, you you kind of do get the fact that he doesn't understand the culture. Yeah, exactly. And this is the edited final version, so exactly. I'm pretty sure it was not easy yes. for him. I appreciate he's there. Uh, it's great for his name and so on. I just the question is there that should someone else be hosting? Yeah, I think that's a very valid question. Because you just, I'd love to see it. I'd love for it to be no Michelle, although I love Michelle. Yes. No Michelle, no Rue. All British, everything British. Yeah. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, fuck off. Yeah. This is for a UK audience. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe this is just like the introduction. He's there for the first season and then he'll pass it on. But I mean, I'm sure he'll be able to resist the money that it's surely bringing in. So yeah. she's staying around. Yeah. Unforge. I mean, or he should be enjoying it a bit more. Mm. He's there. It's much better than season 11 and 12. Mm. He's just... Um, I want to see Rue not trying to understand the culture. I want Rue to be wrong at times or more real, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Have more genuine reactions to things. Yeah. Okay. So, speaking of that, I do have uh, something to ask you. What is a. So, I mean, I don't know if you know the Rue Peter badge. Yes. What is it reference? <laughs> so, Rue Peter badge is a play on a Blue Peter badge. So, Blue Peter is like a iconic children's TV program where when guests went on, they got a Blue Peter badge. And it's kind that's of like cute. a cute pop culture throwback. So, that's what they get for winning every challenge instead of money. Mm. That's grim over there in the UK. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. I thought that was quite funny, actually. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it in the first episode. Oh, um, it's good that there's no prize money. I wonder, we understand why, because of the BBC. Mm. And it's just... Uh, you're not, yeah. You don't want to win for the prize. You want to win for the title. Exactly. Somehow that, has, that that is more meaningful, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I think so. It rules out kind of monetary motivations. Mm-hmm. Something also, I mean, I don't know much about UK culture. That's why you're here. Uh, but the the way I think people outside the UK view it, view the UK as is very classical. Yeah, really like posh. Posh. Yeah. And looking at the first challenge with the Queen uh, challenge, second one, Downton Abbey, I just hope that 
because I know the UK is not that. Exactly. Like, I want to see the modern UK. Yeah, more. we're just playing up to stereotypes at the moment. Right. And it's kind of, uh, it's weird. It's kind of like, it's almost like they're catering to the US audience by doing that because the UK audience is definitely not. Like, I don't know, like, for the first few episodes, I think they'd be like, aha, uh-huh, funny, funny, like, I get it. But then they can't sustain that for the entire season because they're just going to alienate the UK audience. Yeah, or more seasons to come. Exactly. Uh, uh, I mean, let them use the stereotypes, get it over with. Yeah, just get it done. But see, like, when when the, the, the girls presented the towns that they are from, that's interesting. Mm. That's good to know. You know, like, the bull in Birmingham, for example. Mm. Like, stuff like that. Uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, I just want to see more modern UK. What is the modern UK pop culture scene like? Yeah, but I fear they won't do that because I think they fear alienating the US. But that's interesting. That's something to keep an eye on, actually. Let's mm. see how um, how that progresses as the season goes on because I don't think they're going to drop it, personally. But yeah, let's yeah, see. Yeah, same, same. Okay, so another one of my bottoms this week is Liza Minnelli as a Bond girl. God, okay, we're matching this 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 round. Like, what? Yeah, that was not a good. What? One. I mean, I think you said to me when we first watched it that she must have had that as for a previous for an, for like another runway or something, and so. then she's just kind of like crowbarred in. Like, I don't understand the connection, and and the fact that she won as well. I mean, her acting wasn't that great that it could save that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad uh, runway, but it just had no relevance to the theme. And it's just like, what, are you just going to just let anything fly? Like, this is supposed to be Bond Girl, and you come out in a fucking bowler hat and a sparkly suit, and you're Liza Minnelli. I mean... <sighs> yeah, I mean, having a good pun, or a pun, I should say, does not mm. justify the whole look. On a Bond Girl... Runway. That's a big deal. Like, put some something more into that. My second thought is that she throws, like, her hat, whatever, but the martini glass would have been cool if maybe it was, like, a weapon. Yeah. You'd see the toothpick and olive. Yeah. There's a laser. It's like a little dagger or something. Something like that. Yeah. Or uh, something comes out of the... I don't know. Add something to it. The look is good. I mean, I think that Bagger is just very much a comedy queen. I don't think she's ever going to be a look queen, bless her. And also, can I just say that I can't believe that she's under 30. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I'm sure I read that somewhere, that she's under 30. She's like 28. What the fuck? She acts like a 50-year-old, and she doesn't look 28, bless her. I mean, anyway. Okay. Another bottom for you. Uh, Your last bottom, actually. Uh, you have one bottom left in your bottom quota. Okay, so I have Ruse walkthrough. We talked about that. And then Maisie Williams. Mm, what I a letdown, right? Yeah. And I'm glad she wasn't on the first episode. Yeah. Because I honestly don't remember one thing from her. What was her contribution to the episode? Being scared by Crystal's whip. That's what I, that's what I can remember. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a disappointment. Yeah. That was not what I thought it was going to be. At all. Was she she's not interested or didn't want to be there or Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's having an off day, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. she just wasn't feeling it. But um yeah, no, I definitely agree. And yeah. She wasn't um she wasn't what I thought she was going to be. I expected a lot more. Okay, and then so my final bottom is another runway look. 
and that is Vinegar Strokes. Again. Ooh. Bond girl theme. And she comes out looking like Betty the fucking secretary. Like, girl, you're not tempting <laughs> at office angels today, Hanny. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, Vinegar is clearly not a look queen. She's never going to be. She's another one like Bag of Chips. Probably like a comedy queen. Probably... Uh, she's been on the West End, great acting, but and she seems like a really lovely person. Like she seems so sweet and lovely, but I mean, oh my god, I just despair. Like, there's nothing on point in her presentation for me. Her makeup is not on point. The clothes. I mean, I even think back to last week or the first week when she came out in those two outfits, and I'm just like, what the fuck? So yeah, she's definitely my final bottom. Wow, how disappointing was that question? <laughs> I love that line. I mean, this yeah. just applies again to everything. Um, God, are we even going to have any tops? Um, <laughs> what are your tops looking like for the week? Before we go into that, they played a micro mini challenge that I thought I could bring to the podcast here. Okay. See how we're used with the queens. Okay. And see if you can list them in top order to top to bottom. Okay. Yeah. Shall I go first? Do you want to take a second to think? Oh, you know your... No, I know them. Yeah? Okay. Give it to me. Hit me! Okay, so my top, as it currently stands, is probably Crystal. I love her. I think she's great. I love her whole genderfuck thing. I think... Let me start again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my top is... Okay, wait. Okay, so my top is definitely Crystal. I love her. I love her whole genderfuck thing that she's got going on. I think she's really funny. I think she's really cute. I think that she has quite good looks. Her runway look was sickening. The bondage, James Bondage. Um, yeah, I think she's... The first episode, I was kind of a bit unsure, you know, with the whole my drag is cool thing. But um, yeah, I'm really warming up to her. I think she's fabulous, darling. My second... I think has to be the Vivian. I mean, personality-wise, I think she's a bit arrogant, but I think uh, she's polished. She's very, very polished. Her looks are, are very on point, so she has to be up there. Uh, I think Davina is next. I think she's just funny and a sweetheart, and I think she's, she's a good actor or actress, and her looks... Dractress. She's a dractress, yes. Her looks are... Pretty polished as well, I think. And her whole speech about how she feels that she hasn't really arrived is oh, it's so cute. Heartwarming. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And then next, I would probably say Something Wong, just because I think she's just hilarious and she's really sweet as well. And her story about her parents not knowing and her dad just like ignoring the fact that she was gay, that was, that was really cute. And then next, I would probably say... I mean, the rest of them are just a bit... Really? Yeah. Doesn't matter, right? But then who, who would you have at the bottom of your list? Scaredy Cat. Scaredy Cat. Yeah, she's just... I mean, I'm glad she went this week. She just... No, I'm sorry. The whiny character and just... There was just something about her. The fact that she always looks like a cat. Like Michelle pointed out, like, did you want to play her as a mm. cat? Like, where is the range, honey? Mm, she doesn't have the range, so... Yeah. The rest falls somewhere in between that. Cheryl Hole is definitely somewhere down there at the bottom. I need to, I need her to stop this Brit Alice Edwards bullshit and let's see what the real thing is. But the rest can just kind of stack up. However, yeah, 
What about you? Who's your top? Okay, uh, won't go into details, but uh, okay. So was that ne- shade? Uh, I won't go into details. <laughs> I didn't okay. expect you. To, I didn't expect you to justify. Well, why expect you- the unexpected on this podcast, <laughs> bitch. Okay, I mean, I did drop the question out of nowhere, exactly. so I didn't expect you to prepare this, but I came prepared because I knew I was gonna ask this question. Okay, so uh, Divina Tecampo, top of the list. Okay, right now she's on the top. I don't need details. Okay. And I want the queens and the show to refer to her as DDC. DDC. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Get it trending, listeners. DDC. And the top, Crystal, number two. Mm -hmm. Something about it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, She she has a level of confidence also, which is very interesting. Mm. Um, and then number three is something wrong. Cutie. And this, this, um, and her, um, what do we call that? Her, we're getting prepared. Yeah. Uh, her story. Her story was so sweet. Yeah. Um, v- very universal now mm. that, um, and I'll get to that later. Number four is actually, um, I think it's Curdy Cat. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, number four is Scaredy Cat. Okay. Um, I know she's gone, but she's special. And I think we are going to see more of her, probably. She's still very young. Like she said, not so bad for her very first gig. <laughs> she's right. She's right. But I don't know why. There's something I don't believe in what she's saying about her not doing drag mm, she thinks she's done it before and she's just presenting as this kind of Only, but that's a thing. that's a compliment because her drag is so unique and so well put together I love interesting her. Yeah. I don't agree but uh, fifth is the Vivian listen all these like queens that come in like Bob the drag queen and um, super confident they're gonna kick it out of the park I don't know if that's the right term, but like uh, knock, out knock it out of the park, yeah. or uh, what's her name as well, uh, Bianca Del Rio. I see how polished and amazing they are. Mm. It's just that there's a likability there in that confidence, whereas mm. in Crystal's confidence, it's a bit not in your face. Yes, it's very uh, subtle, but very British. Yeah, even though she's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there's something. There, Vivian is good. She will be probably in my tops later on. It's just I don't like this cocky confidence, okay. and that she's gonna be amazing every single time. Fair enough. Uh, so it's just I guess my ego, not uh, okay. not her performance. Uh, so she's fifth, sixth. We've I like really like Blue Hydrangea. I guess cute, good. I wouldn't put her in the top, in the bottom list, but she's like now in the bottom. And then we have Bag of Chips. Mm-hmm. I'm still not really buying her Bag of Chips, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'll have that uh, uh, kebab with no chips on the side. Okay. Yeah, thank you. And I guess the Vinegar Strokes. There's something there when she's out of drag that I love so much. Yeah, agreed. And then she's she puts her drag on it. and I'm like, nope, thank yep. you. Yep. And then Cheryl Hole. Yeah, yeah, bottom of the list. Sorry, girl. Uh, was she in the bottom of the list? No, she was came second last, right? She came second, second last. last. Yeah. So the, the way was last. Mm. So the way the Vivian listed it was the Vivian first, then Vinegar, then Bag of Chips, then Crystal, then DDC, then Something Wong, Blue Hydrangea, Cheryl Hole, and then Scurdy Cat. How dare she put Scurdy Cat in the bottom? But it was a nice uh, foreshadowing, right? Exactly. Yeah. She's Mystic Meg. Okay, so 
I think we have to go into tops now. Yeah. To find Let's some try to. positives in this episode. God. So I guess we did try to. We did talk. So I guess we talked about them a bit. Something wrong is my um, top of the week. Okay. I guess only because of her story. Mm. Very touching. And just her answer to uh, Vinegar assuming that her parents know that she's uh, mm. gay or does drag. She's like, nope, 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 nope. And then tells us. Uh, tells us that story also i love how that uh that conversation started it was like boom scurdy cat my parents think i'm gay and then boom uh, vinegar strokes tells us a bit about her um mm. history and then and then comes in <laughs> like hold my beer and then yeah. something wrong story exactly um uh, it's a very common thread this parents coming out drag so i mean i realized we didn't introduce ourselves last time and i don't, I don't know how how much you'd like to share but does this story mean something to you? Do you relate? Mm. No, I was thinking more about you, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And in your... I mean, it does on some level to me, but not... I know, I was thinking that it maybe related more to you. Yeah, obviously, no. no, yeah. it, di- it did, for sure. Um, listen, the reason, like, I'm not saying who I am, blah, 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 is because of this stuff as well. Yeah. Um, where I am, it's not easy to be who I am so mm. we just live this double life mm. we hide it underground and you just go with it and it becomes it becomes very very normal and you somehow eliminate the chance of change or coming out one day it's just mm. not part of your life it's yeah. not I'm not going to do it one day I'm just going to continue this double life until God knows when yeah no I can so, relate to that halfway yeah um, second top is uh, DDC, also mainly for her crying on the runway, mm. in an in her villain costume. Like how how sweet and nice. That. Can we get that realness? Uh, it's one of the things I like about this show is that puts these queens, these beautiful um, uh, costumes and makeup and everything, and then still manages to find the heart mm. somewhere. And then when those two come together and we see a queen crying in drag, nothing's nothing sadder. <laughs> it's and a drag queen's moment. tears, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, and especially like saying that I think she did an amazing job in the the challenge, but it wasn't good enough for her. Yeah. That's a nice insight into her, her drive. Drag. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I don't wanna do it, but I wanna give much better. Much better. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and I'm going to add that. Oh, you're having a fourth one? No, like it's under one. The last one can it's be. 4.1. Yeah. 4.1, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is rolling the Brit crew in oh, on a carpet. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Also, the guy is very hot. The black guy? Yeah. No, I'm more for the white guy. Really? I'm joking. <laughs> uh, no, like watching Bagger try to drag him down, and then like, wow, that was very hot, actually. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bagger gets gets the third spot for mm-hmm. everything, and m- more on the like maid character. <sighs> Reminded me of my grandma so much, mm. especially with her posture, how she stands, uh, leaning in and trying to balance her uh, posture with. By putting her hands on her knees like mm-hmm. that, that look yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, legs, exactly. are, legs are spread a yeah. bit. So classic uh, old lady posture. Yeah, really good job, Baga, in, in that character. Really phenomenal work. Yeah. Oh, this is a nod to a podcast that I love so much. 
God. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, no, but if you do get that reference, let us know. Because I'd love you, and I'd say kish kish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first top for the week is free the nipple. Oh yes, free all three of them. So no censorship or blurry, pixelated bullshit in the UK version of Drag Race. Yes, ma'am. So yeah, I fully appreciated seeing all three boobies. Fake. So I fully appreciated seeing all three fake boobies on show. I thought that was great. Uh, one advantage they have over the US version is that they don't censor nudity mm. over. Okay, can I just say one comment on uh, I have because I have it as a note here. It's so cringy. Blue hydrangeas voiceover as she's walking down the runway with the three boobs. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Mm. I don't remember what she was saying. Yeah. So, and I looked at uh, my friend watching, and I'm like, I felt like, I'm sorry that you have to watch this. Yeah. It's very cringy. Yeah, it's not great, bless her. Mm-hmm. Wow, how disappointing was that question? <laughs> and my second top of the week is James Bondage. I thought Crystal's look was amazing. Anytime a queen comes out in leather or latex or pvc i'm all over it and i thought the whip was amazing as well and i kind of loved Maisie williams recoiling in horror <laughs> at getting her eye poked out i thought that was that was just amazing to be honest i thought that crystal should have won this week like i thought that she was amazing in the challenge thought she was really funny yeah as that kind of like kardashian of downton draggy posing with the candlestick and yeah. the, the phone mm. and how do you like your eggs Fertilized. Yes, that was the one line that's good, actually, from both. Yeah, and her look was amazing, so... Yeah, I really thought she should have won. Yeah. So, she's my second top. And my third and final top is Something Wong's runway look. They're all from... All my tops are from the runway looks this week, because the rest of the episode was not top. Wow, how disappointing was that question? (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, I thought it was great. I loved the the fact she had no wig on. I thought her makeup was really on point. I loved the kind of breasts in your face and back rolls. Mm-hmm. Just great. So yeah, they're my three tops of the week. I didn't like meeting, by the way. That look, I didn't really? like that. You don't like the look? You don't like the name? The, the look. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. Something is off. Mm. Yep. Okay. I have a question. Uh, Scurdy Cat's confessionals, or just generally their confessionals. Yeah. Do you know anything about when they shoot them? or? How yeah, I was work? thinking that. I think it must be after, right? But not right after you get eliminated, right? I like don't know. They, you come back like for a full day of... Of just rewatching. Yeah, I don't know. Because I was thinking like they need to edit it first. Yes. Right? So they need to have a rough cut for them exactly. to see. Exactly. Uh, so it couldn't be then. But then it's like interesting because it's like, you know, it's acting, but mm. it's not really acting. And it's like, you don't. And it's not raw and like, it's not like it's happening in real time. Yeah, but they do a good job in making it. Yeah, no, it makes look it like seem that. like it is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because like, like, I'm wondering like, what the producer ask or prompt yeah. them to say so that they go like I'm winning this week mm. but you know like you've been, you were eliminated three weeks ago or well I mean that's like all reality TV they must have amazing producers to draw that out of them mm. okay if anyone actually if, I, if anyone knows when the confessionals are shot please let us know 
Yeah, give yeah. us the tea. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'll share that info here. Oh, or maybe this week I'll look it up and then share it in the next episode. Perfect. I'm always, like, amazed by how the whole show gets produced, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a work of art. Mm. And it must take a lifetime to clump all that together, especially even this, this week's episode, which is, amounts to a lump of shit. <laughs> How disappointing was that question? Honestly, I don't have any verses or anyone. No, neither do I. Yeah. It's just, it's slim picking this week, guys. Actually, I would say that the entire show now is a verse. I want to keep an eye on you. Exactly. I want to see how you perform as a show. Step your pussy up. Yeah, I really really hope they they do. But I thought maybe we can then go through some references that I have. Okay. So now I just have them as words here, and I forgot the context they were said in. Okay. Maybe you'd remember that. Hit me. Uh, Lady Rose, what does that mean? Lady Rose. Yeah, see, I think that's a Downton Abbey reference. Mm. I really don't know. Okay. So that was lost on me as well. Okay. Um, Mike. Okay, so Graham Norton. Yes. Who is he? He is a TV presenter. Okay, big gay... Big and gay. Big in the gay world, or...? Big in mainstream world. He's been around for ages. Ages and ages. Like, one of the iconic TV presenters. And if... And for the, uh, like, can you compare him to a U.S. Uh, um, TV personality? Not really, because I feel like TV personalities in the U.K. aren't really comparable to the U.S. ones, because it's not like he has, like, a daytime talk show host, and he doesn't really have, like... He, he had the Graham Norton show, and he, I think he still does, but it, it's not on all the time. He's like a Jimmy Kimmel, I guess, of the U.K. Okay. So, you know, like, quite... Like prime time, like he has big stars on his, yeah, on his show. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and Will Smith and everyone, anyone that's promoting anything in the UK, movie, song, whatever it is, they'll go on his show if it's running. So, yeah, I would say he's comparable to that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, he wasn't that great, I guess. Yeah, he was kind of boring. Didn't really get much. He was actually quite crit- critical as well. Mm. I heard like over his the voiceovers in the runway, he wasn't like making jokes. He was just kind of. Slagging them off a little bit. Mm. So I like to joke about uh, about DDC's tiny. What are they knives? Not even. Oh yes, yes. And Michelle asks, uh, "Wonder what she's gonna do with them?" And he says, "Spread them." Yeah, that's so good. The butter knife. Yes. Yeah, that's really the butter knives. Exactly. Yeah. That's really, <coughs> really good. Um, also, Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. So I don't watch it. You said you don't watch it as well. Is it like, woo, the biggest thing in the UK? Yeah, I think it was. Because I think it's finished now, isn't it? It's yeah, it's a movie, been, the movie it's out already. Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty, pretty big. Yeah, I never just got caught up in the hype. People love it, though. Oh, really? Yeah, people okay. really love it. And so, I don't know if you know that, but Bag of Chips refers to an acting school, Pauline something? Oh, yeah, I don't know what that is. Either. No? I'm not very British this week. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. Um, have something that I can't read. <laughs> Can you see that? <clears throat> B&B up in a brib? I have no idea what you've written here. B&B... Long up in a... Li- living mm. up in a... No, I... Who's B&B? BRB? Be right back. Be right back. It must have been someone's line. Mm. Okay, that's fine. And then something... Last one, promise. No, I also want to ask you about James Bond. But before that... Nin, comma, pep... Something... What? <laughs> I swear. 
I couldn't. I just saw it in the subtitles and wrote it down. Where? Nincompoop. Nincompoop. A nincompoop. Yeah. What's a nincompoop? That's like a, you're an idiot. Nincompoop. Yeah. A nincompoop. Yeah. I on yeah. It's just an idiot. Oh my god, that's such an old. I, that's very rarely used. A nincompoop. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like an idiot. Like you fool. Okay. Like that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so also James Bond. I mean, it's a it is a U.S. franchise, right? No, it's a U.K. franchise. You are U.K. production? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's not you, a Hollywood movie. Well, it is now, but it originates from the U.K. Yeah. Stop. As what? Like a movie or? Like no, it's a set of books. Wow. Yeah. James Bond is like a British institution. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite James Bond. I mean, I'm not a massive James Bond. You mean an actor or a film? Film or actor. Or song. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen very many. I think I've actually only seen, like, the Daniel Craig ones, and I haven't even seen the most recent Daniel Craig one. But uh, Casino Royale is very good. Skyfall was okay. I just went to see it because Adele sang the theme song. And I think I've seen, like, one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Mm. Maybe Die Another Day or Twilight yeah, Flies. Yeah. I don't know. James Bond is not really my thing. Okay. What about you? Yeah, same. I mean, I'm, I just see them when they're out. Yeah. Uh, but I always love their intros. Yes. The long intros mm. are just beautiful. Yeah, they're really well shot. And uh, and I love Skyfall, the song. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anything so else we did before it. we wrap up? Um, no, that's it. I mean, the lip sync, any thoughts on that? Not really. I didn't even think it was a very good song. Mm-mm. I don't really like that song by Banana Rama, so. And I didn't think the lip sync was very good either. Okay. But Banana Rama is a British pop band? Oh, I wish I knew. Okay. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Why not? So let's see. First one was. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Rama. Let's no. see what next we what next brings. Who would, what would you like to see as a British uh, mm. pop song? Well, I want to see a Cheryl Cole song on there, and I want to see Cheryl Cole lip-syncing to it. Yes. I think that there should be... Spice Girls, maybe? Yeah, Spice Girls song. Maybe a Lily Allen song would be cute. Ooh. Like, Smile could be cute. That would the be Fear cute. Fear or Fuck You could be cute. Um, who else do I want to see? Any Adele song you, someone can lip-sync? That would be interesting, dramatic. Maybe Set Fire to the Rain. Yeah. That could be quite That's nice. a good one. Um, That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. We did it. We did it, bitches. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed listening to us. We're sorry that this episode was a bit of a Debbie Downer because this episode was a bit of a Debbie Downer, to be honest. And we'll Debbie be back. Downtown. D- mm, Debbie Downtown. Debbie Downtown, Abby. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we'll be back next week with hopefully a more uplifting and positive episode. Woo! So remember to subscribe, tell your friends, and just send us a review. We're just starting and want to hear what you have to say about our podcast. Talk to us. Bye. Bye. Wow, how disappointing was that question? <laughs>